welcome to the R&R Club. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we'll be talking about funny words and pronunciations in Australia compared to what we're usually uh, used to. This won't be just about the basic words like hello mate and those kind of words. Uh, we'll be looking into the ones that we encounter really daily but that we've encountered in our career before. And, and first things first, Marika will take us through the story of the week. So this week's story of the week is very food based since we're still in lockdown. Yesterday I baked some the fam our famous lockdown biscuits. It's literally just oats and raisins biscuits with some lemon icing sugar on top of it. And then I made a... Request the, uh, in the comments for the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I made a very well-known South African dish. I made some milk tart. Some milk tart for our... That sounds like a very white prostitute. No, it's not. <laughs> Woke dot. <laughs> it's a re recipe that almost like a custard tart with cinnamon. Um, so I made it for our New Zealand friends. Um, they stay across the road from us and we did practice social distancing when I gave it to them. Last week they gave us some of their goodies they paid for during lockdown. So I think I see a trend coming up. Yeah, the one thing to consider though is uh, what makes us, it's not just uh, two groups of friends baking, you know, cakes and pastries for each other. Uh, we're pretty much in lockdown currently or still in Sydney. So what they do is they're like, um, okay, I'm going to bake something. They tell each other on WhatsApp they're mm. going to bake something. And then they agree where they're going to leave it. And then they leave it in that area and the other one comes to fetch it while they still see the other one. Yeah. But because it's lockdown, you're not really supposed to interact. And it's not mm. like they're standing there chatting. The, um, the other story of the week for this week is I did some online shopping. And yesterday they brought our goodies we ordered. And then we got additional bag, which I didn't order. And it wasn't ours. It was full of... Five, like five lint bar chocolates, six bags of baked pea chips. It's like veggie chips, um, digestive good. biscuits, and a small bag of onions because you never know when you need onions. That's the best one. Yeah, definitely. So the other funny, so I phoned Willie's and said to him, hey, um, I got this bag. It's not ours. Um, you guys should come and fetch it. And it's been 24 hours now. And we they haven't fetched it. So I'm guessing this is our bag. Now. One of the bags of crisps actually accidentally opened. And uh, some of it fell in my mouth. And it tasted good. So some of it also fell in Mareka's mouth. So Magically. It, uh, yeah, who knew? The scissor yeah. just went to the bag. Cut the bag open <laughs> magically. And then, yeah, it, the chip ended up in my hand. I don't know how it worked. Anyway, so yeah. So yeah, let's get to the funny words. I'll first take you through a few that, that I found funny. First one is uh, is the one that caught us off guard quite a bit. It's a word they call rego, which is pretty much just spelled R-E-G-O, which is like Lego, but it's just an R in front, which I found very weird because um, if you spell something like Lego, why then you would think it's rego. No, it's not rego, it's rego. 
um, almost like it's spelled R-E-J-O. Anyways, when we were to talk about, uh, when we mentioned it, uh, well, just to give reference as well, what Rego is, it's your license plate number of your vehicle or it's the act of registering your vehicle or, re- you know, um, renewing your license. It's just that go get your Rego, you know, that type of thing. We ask friends, um, Australian friends about uh, our Rego, wrong pronunciation, and they're just like, what are you talking? What is this Rego? And then eventually they realized we're talking about registration. And they started laughing. And we're like, but this doesn't make sense. You know, it's not Lego. We're not going to go play a little bit of game of Lego with our little brick Legos. <laughs> anyway, so that's that. And another one that's similar to that is, but it's not a weird pronunciation, but we also got a few laughs is a state, a territory, whatever you want to call it, called uh, ACT. But it's usually spelled without, uh, um, you know, the dots full between, stops. the full stops between. Uh, so we would just say ACT. So now to the ACT territory, you know, when are we going to go to ACT? That's where Canberra is. And people don't understand what we're saying. If you don't spell it out as A-C-T, then you get a funny look. So, yeah, that, that's the first one. One that kind of goes with it is the word servo which is just an abbreviation for or a shortened version of service station or in South Africa, as we call it, garage. So it's very weird because the servo is also a type of motor in in machines that actually that's used for movement. So if Mm -hmm. you've got like a robotic arm, the place where the the elbow sits, there would be a servo. You know, it's it's almost like somebody, uh, something moving around the bend. So I found that quite strange. That's that's also one that's commonly used. When they said server, I thought they were just trying to shorten the word for service. Well, you could also think it's maybe a server. Yeah. So you would have thought maybe somebody that serves you at a restaurant is a, exactly. a server. But it's not. Because it also sounds like a robot. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so that was one. One that I get quite often where I work, you know, um, some of my, um, my colleagues are from India and they are actually still based in India. And because I'm talking from uh, Australia, talking to them from Australia, they just presume I use Australian words. Um, so they would use this word I'm going to mention and local surroundings, but especially on a radio station, the word Arvo. What do you think when you hear Arvo? You probably think about avocado. Avocado or, or avocado bread, like sandwich. Well, Arvo refers to afternoon. So somebody would say... Um, are you coming over this Arvo or we need to get this job done by tomorrow Arvo? Or I have a meeting this Arvo or... Yeah, I don't know. Why can't it just say afternoon? But or anyways... they, they um, like in the shifts and when they say, oh, yeah, I'm working this Arvo. Like, the Arvo shift. And then uh, the last one just for now that I'm going to cover is they talk about a ute, which is pretty much a utility vehicle. That's what mm-hmm. the ute stands for. In America, they would call that a pickup truck. In South Africa, you'll call it a bucky. I don't know. what Do the English people in South Africa also call it a bucky? Yeah. Yeah, well, generally. Well, so... The so, Hilux bucky. Well, here, uh, the, this country takes the cake in shortening the word. It's ute. It's three letters. U-T-E. Just U. So yeah, that, that's some words that I'm covering for now. Mareka, you want to go on with the rest? Yeah, sure. When I started working at a office job, uh, my boss came to me and she's like, oh, do you have some liquid paper for me? And I was like, huh? No, it's usually in wooden form, like, like slice and I was like, white slices. What are you talking about? What kind of weird paper do you want? And she's like, you know... If you made a mistake in pen, you liquid paper it out. I was like, you oh. mean tippings? 
Yeah. She's like, but I think that's where South Africans actually make the fall, uh, make the mistake because Tipix is the brand. Sometimes the brand becomes so famous it becomes the product. Let's exactly. say, let's say Kellogg's. You only had Kellogg's cereal as a child, and suddenly, are you having some Kellogg's this morning? But you're referring to cereal. Yeah, that's Kellogg's not a thing. Is actually, cornflakes. Yeah, that's not actually a thing. I just made up a thing, but I think that's the case where that happens, where the brand actually became. The yeah, actual object. Exactly. That's for us. Uh, well, they, they're actually they, more correct in truth. No, yeah. they, they do the same thing. But so, not in this context, the liquid mm, paper. No, so yeah, that's liquid paper. But they did the exact same thing and as we do it with Tupix. They call their Prestic Blutac. Blutac is a brand of Prestic you get. They don't... Or oh, Wondergom in South Africa. Yeah, Wondergom is Afrikaans. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> so, um, Prestig's also technically a brand, but it's called, um, I don't know what you call it actually for the the real name for Prestig, but yeah. Prestig is, is it also a brand. It's also a brand. Sticky Putty? Sticky Putty, I don't know, maybe. Uh, but yeah, they, they, call it, <laughs> they, they call it Blue Tack here in Australia. It's it's like it's, okay, give me a print, but actually you want like a paper a glue. glue stick. Yeah, a glue stick. Yeah. So when I went to go to the shops to do some office supply shopping, I had to walk up and down to find where the heck do they keep the press stick, and just to find out, it's called blue tack. Then, if you ever want to think of having your nails done here, they don't call it gel nails; they call it shellac. I think it's the real name for it, but I should, I also think it's a brand. It makes sense. A shell liqueur, a, a lacquer, a varnish, like cover. Exactly. And it's like a, it forms like a shell. It makes a sh Most of my, the people who paint my nails, English is not their first language. So when they said the word, I was like. Uh, because it's, you can't hear the shell lac. Excuse me? Your what did shark? you say? <laughs> it's very, very hard to understand them sometimes because they speak very, very fast. Yeah. And um, and then from all parts of the world, the like, East, the Middle huh? East. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a few moments when I'm just like, oh, that word just went over my head. What did you say? <laughs> um, and then if you are here in Sydney, you have to go with a brello everywhere you go. Which, what is a brello, Hanu? Brello is an umbrella. It's a... It's almost like umbrella. Um, it's like immediately. It's almost a different language, but you know, it's a word derived from it. But there is just abbreviation. Yeah. yeah so love my um, words. so um, at the one hospital where I work, there's a lot of Irish people working there, and isn't the Irish word? Or is it also Australian? No, it's also Australian. Oh. They use the Australian slang for it, and they were like, "Yeah, do you have a brello?" And I was like, um, "Why would I need a brello?" No, I've got a portable uh, a rain cover device. <laughs> I was like, why do I need a brother? What is that? So I thought it was a work thing they asked me to have. And I was like, no, I don't have that. She's like, you know. I'm if they knew Afrikaans, it could be a reference to your spectacles. A brill. Exactly. I was like. <laughs> Braille, maybe. It's wrong. I, I really thought it was something I needed for work. And then it turned out to be an umbrella. Because it was raining outside. Makes when sense. we went home. It's a raincoat. A reino or a koto or a raincoto or a reino koto. <laughs> I think they just call it a jacket. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And then um, if you want to buy some felt tips for your kids to draw, 
it's called cokies in South Africa. Colored pens. Colored pens or cokies or yeah. textures. That's the other word they also use. There's so many words for cokies they use here in Australia. Never, never a dull moment when you have to go buy stationery. Um, yeah, and then I'm so, just going to yeah. throw this one also in here to probably be in the other <coughs> section. But the way they pronounce uh, H, like H from a name for Hanu, H, which is the way they pronounce it is H. So let's say I'm spelling like something. I'm, I'm spelling something to some to somebody over the phone because you know uh, when you give your details, they will get kind of confused when they hear H. Yeah, it's not H. It's H. Almost there's a hay thrown in there, almost like you're greeting somebody with the H. Yeah, uh, that's just a quick one. I to... still spell it H. Yeah, like back at home, and people are like, "Huh? Um, you mean H?" Like, no. No. Oh, well, I don't know what the right terminology is. We'll have to check out the British say it, but that's how we say it. Maybe it's an Afrikaans ring. I don't know. I've never heard of H. No, instead of... me neither. Anyways, another one is uh, uh, they love using the word cheeky, um, especially if you watch uh, Australian YouTube videos and even if you talk to people around here. Cheeky, it's not a weird word. It's not a change of words it's just a, a term that's used quite often here maybe in american mm. britain as well but here we found it and what happens is um I, i'm having a cheeky beer i'm having some cheeky candy what it's mm. actually just referring to is you're doing something that you like in an unplanned maybe kind of a self-indulgent way it's not really that bad but it's almost like you're telling your friend i'm going to be a little bit naughty yeah, it's it's. I've heard the word um, used be used with children when um, people say like, "Oh, he's a cheeky boy," or like, "He's um, a very unplanned uh, something." No, it's actually. almost like they're like a use it as a term of endearment and yeah. also a term of like naughtiness or like your mischief. But just the, they use it for everything. They like yeah. the word cheeky. It's almost mm. reduced. It doesn't really mean bad. No, it's it's no. just. So if in South Africa, if you use cheeky, it means like you're like rude or you're back chatting someone like that's cheeky. If I see cheeky in South Africa, but when you use it here, it's a positive aspect, I think. Yeah, my opinion as well. And then uh, for next one is looking for when we were looking for Airbnbs, we really wanted one, let's say, with a hot tub. The word you need or to look for here is a spa, but the spa is also used for a bathtub, normal bathtub. Yeah. So if you've got a shower and a bathtub, no, you've got a shower and a spa. And I'm like, what? Is there people there that's going to give me, um, you know, they're going to do my nails. <laughs> they're going to put some of that funny stuff on my face and let me lie down there. It's a spa. That's nice. Maybe even a massage. That's a good Airbnb. Maybe. But you know what I also thought when they meant spa was? I thought it meant they meant like a jacuzzi spa. Yeah. That effect, not spa no. spa, like where you go to have a massage. That's what I thought was what they meant was a spa. I was like, wow, how big is this place? We don't need that. That's expensive. Go to a friend's place. They just got a new hot tub and they're like, oh, I want to come see our spa or our bath. <laughs> <laughs> like, yay. So that's one. And then to finish up on the funny words, this is one that South African friends, weird South African friends use the first time, actually. And that's lollies. When you think of a lolly, you might think, oh, 
Okay, um, that probably refers to a lollipop. That would make sense. That's not too weird. No, lollies refer to all sweets and candy in general. So if a kid is nice or well-behaved, what do they get? They get a lolly. Whether yeah. it's a... Even a piece of chocolate can be called lolly. But yeah. It's, it's, more, it's more like a gelatin type of candies or maybe lollipops. Yeah, uh, hard candies, yeah. soft candies. It's marshmallows fall under the term of lolly they even use it in the door aisles they call it lollies on yeah. the on the board if you take a look there true gonna tell us a bit now about uh cases where she was at work where words that you take uh, and this is this is words that both our nations use there's no funny words no abbreviations it's just that the way it's pronounced by australians and we've tested against new zealanders as well they found most of this weird uh and these words are just, it's just very strange, you know. And the first time you hear it, you wouldn't know what the heck somebody's talking about. So, yeah, Mariko, yeah. take it away. I mean, what do you think when I say Maron? Yeah, the first time you use that. Are you that, a big Maron fan? Uh, I thought you're, you're talking about a moron. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bad word. So, what's a Maron? Maron is maroon. Like the band Maroon 5, the color maroon. The team the in Australia. Team sport maroon. They call the Maroons. That's a weird. Yeah, well, then again, yeah, there's blues, so there's reds. Why not? Maroons? There was a big office rival in like my one friend from Taiwan. She calls it Maroon like us, and then all the other people, the Irish and the Australians, were like saying, "No, you call it Maron," and we were like, um, "Nope." No, you guys have been a bunch of Marons. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, uh, "That's not how it's said." But anyway, I heard a, f- a few times customers coming in saying like yeah do you want to guys play a game of you know and i was like what is you know they're like you know you know know." i'm like well stop just saying you know you know (laughs) so have you ever heard of the game uno like the card game uno you should have a spanish pronunciation when saying it because uno is is, i think it's spanish it's one for in spanish so they call uno you know they made it two words the you on its own dash no yeah. It's not the way it's spelled, but anyway. And, then and both you... those words we've tested on uh, we've tested on New Zealand friends and we asked them, how do you pronounce? And they said, maroon. We're like, yes, we're not idiots. And uno, yes, we're not idiots. So, you yeah. wanna, do you want to tell them about the other word? Uh, yeah, uh, the last one was, was quite, a, quite a journey, if you want to say. It's the word for lychee or lychee. Uh, which one is the right use? Um, we found Australians say lychee, yet we've always learned that the word is lychee. And for those that, that are still confused, that's those little fruit, you know, with that kind of white translucent filling mm-hmm. and with a little soft shell on the outside like that the you need to peel off. Slightly prickly, yeah. And it's an Eastern fruit. So you would think the name should come from there. And after a little bit of research, we found the reason for a lychee and a lychee pronunciation. Lychee is actually the Mandarin way of saying mm-hmm. it, where the Cantonese and or Hong Kong saying is lychee. And the lychee version flowed down to Australia. They seem to be using both of it in America. The reason we have got uh, the Mandarin type of word, yeah. where we say lychee. Probably where we first imported it from, I guess. Must be. Yeah, yeah they technically grow lychees in South Africa, but yeah. Well, the same name is still hey, Lichy Foss. Just that first part, you know, yeah. the difference is either you say lie or you say lie. And we say lie and around here they say lie. doesn't sound like 
wow, well, that doesn't really matter. But it's really weird when a word that you've heard pronounced all your life, it's like somebody telling you that isn't hello, it's hello or something that you should pronounce. Very, very strange. You really have to know what they're saying or under learn another well, language to well, as understand long as you've got what the context, saying. you can figure it out if you like this uh then we can probably uh a few more words up and talk about it again either way uh thank you for listening and please remember to like and subscribe if you actually know how to do that i don't think most of our listeners do but that's okay and uh, please leave a comment on the instagram or facebook page if you've got any compliments wink wink uh, yeah. any anything bad to say uh, just forget about it i mean yeah. Uh, see that no, no negativity right needed for that anyway guys thanks bye bye